This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Allie Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning. Yes, that's me. It's Ali Party. As always, not as always. It's it's a it's a treat to have him on the show. Most but, frequently, yeah. Most frequently, I am joined by my partner in crime, Captain Rob McDade. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I am good because it's still kind of cool outside because it's so dang hot out still. As this heat is unrelenting. How are you? I'm um, well. I feel I feel like it would never end. Right. We had we had national media in town for for what looked to be like that real big heat we. We thought they would leave. It was Groundhog Day. Yeah, no. The next week plural. we had more, and then you know how it is. With uh, we we had our f- folks from Good Morning America and the Today Show and CNN and Washington Post, New York Times, really sort of showing the rest of the world, not mm-hmm. even just the nation, about you know our our uh, 110 plus consecutive days of of record Going heat. On almost so 30. we thought that would just be a moment in time that yeah. it would be okay they're here for that week and then it extended into the second week and now here we are the third week and we still have worldwide we have Australia TV I was, I that's going to be yeah. with uh, one of our PIOs tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um it is cooling a little bit. Yeah. It's getting there but uh yes that long preamble is I think we're all ready, right? Mm-hmm. I think this was we're hardened for these long hot days but we, we, I think we're asking a lot of our community. Yeah, no. We keep pushing out that heat safety messaging and we know folks are you know really smart about going out on the trails when it is this hot and if the trails are even open um but with the heat comes other dangers as well we talk about it all the time and it has just been a staple with the phoenix fire department for centuries um talking about water safety and so unfortunately last week we had a tragedy in the community with a pediatric drowning and we hadn't seen one in a while we didn't. And, you know, uh, as Fire Chief Duran, when he came in and what are we looking at? About 16 months now. Yeah. We've had mm-hmm. fire, uh, Mike Duran in the position of Fire Chief. And you and I had uh, really productive meetings and we we're fortunate enough to be with the Fire Chief when he laid out his agenda. Right. Mm-hmm. For the for his view, being the Fire Chief of the Fire Department. And what did you and I keep hearing over and over? It was I want to be in the community. Mm-hmm. I want to be doing community education. And he said, I want to reinvigorate our pre- drowning prevention messaging. Correct. Right. Two minutes too long. Keep mm-hmm. your eyes on children. We worked with the fire chief and came up with zero drowning. We mm-hmm. thought, okay, it's a lofty goal. Yeah. But I think that's what we wanted to put out there. And, and we had a lot of really good traction. But unfortunately, the tragedies kept happening. We had nine pediatric fatalities for drownings. That's zero to five mm-hmm. in Maricopa County last year. Right now we're on pace. We have three. And we did have, unfortunately, as you mentioned last week, a three-year-old, three-year-old girl, yeah. uh, unfortunately, succumbed to her injuries from drowning in her backyard pool. And a couple of things highlighted it for us. When we look at our messaging, and are we getting captured? Are people listening yeah. to it? Are, are we, we're on social media. We're on, obviously, KTAR, right? Uh, radio, TV, this pool did not have a fence around it. Okay, there's some pools that are grandfathered in, but we tell you if you're in an area, if you're renting a Mm -hmm. home, ask the landlord to put in a fence. If you have your home, get a fence. Now, if you don't have that fence, now we need other barriers, right? Locks that are high, child-proof doors. So when we look back at this, there was a lot of things. Unfortunately, this family is grieving. We're Mm -hmm. grieving with them. Our community is grieving with them. Can't even imagine the loss of a three-year-old in a pool. But when we looked at some of the 
mitigating factors. I know that I talked to our folks in the alarm room, and they have such a hard job when they're on that phone with mm-hmm. that family waiting for those fire trucks to get there. They're walking the family through CPR. So again, CPR is readily available to learn. Everybody in your home should know CPR. Mm-hmm. If you have a child, if you're an aunt, you're an uncle, you're a grandparent, it's a one-day class. Uh, get involved. Learn CPR. That's the best way before mm-hmm. the red fire truck gets there. Learn that CPR. And CPR classes are available through the Local 493's Charities Program. So we talk about you know Local 493, the Firefighters Union, very often. L493.org. Correct. And it's, it's not uncommon for those folks to join us here on the show, but there are amazing resources between the CPR classes. Meanwhile, there's also a pool fencing program and that which it's now Maricopa County wide. So it's not just for Phoenix residents, but if folks um, apply and they are eligible, they can get a free pool fencing uh, program. I mean, whatever it's called, but something that's really cool that I'm, uh, it's kind of a spoiler alert, but um, I was actually just speaking with David Ramirez who helps run that program. Um, they, He's the charities, the charities coordinator, coordinator yeah. for uh, the local 493. Correct. And so we work hand in hand with him on a multitude of projects and um, we've got our second academy class going on right now down at the training academy and this year's recruits are going to be pouring into getting a couple different pool fences installed in a couple different areas like how cool is that just to think about those preventative measures you know those those recruits are going through right now and now they're helping these other families what a great and if i may Mm -hmm. indulge me for a moment here every phoenix fire department well i'm sorry we valley-wide training academy our training the training academy that is the phoenix regional training academy can have members from tempe scottsdale um some of the west Mm -hmm. valley fire departments that go through there every class for your 14 weeks you are challenged to do something in your community to make it better. Yeah. My academy, a, f- a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, when we went That's through, we uh, are, what we wanted to give back was Arizona Burn Foundation and the Arizona Burn Camp up in Prescott. Cool. We took uh, two days. We went up there on a Friday and a Saturday, our class, and we uh, did a lot of maintenance on the cabins. We oh, cleaned nice. the grounds. We did the landscaping. Uh, we wanted that camp ready for those kids. And so this academy now, yeah. they're giving back to the community by, they're, they're, they're going to the provide fences. fences. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. So there's been a couple different families that have needed them. Some are like different, like uh, not neighborhood pools, but you know, more of a communal type of shared environment. So um, we're really excited. And as soon as we find out when and where that's happening, obviously public affairs is going to be there. And we're going to try to make a really cool story out of it because it's not, it, as you said, it's helping the community in a different capacity. Capacity, but it's also that bonding of that that academy class and what that means if like, you know, when you give back, yes, it's to give back to those people that really need it. But what that does for those recruits is like now you have 25, 30 years of a career where you're going to make an impact in these people's lives. Right. Kind of sets look, that precedent. Yeah, I yeah. do. And it's funny. It's, it was a while ago uh, when I went through the academy and, and I still look back as an indelible moment mm. going up there. And uh, revamping and and doing a lot of work and all of that. So I'm really proud of this academy to do that. But again, going back to uh, it it was a gut punch Mm -hmm. uh, for that drowning to happen. You know, when we do all of our preventive measures. And and again, remember, it's really hard to get to that zero drowning. And that's what we're achieving. But when I when I was thinking about that and my children are grown now and I don't you know, I don't have any grandchildren yet as of Mm -hmm. now. We'll see what Mm -hmm. happens in the future. But. 
I think if anybody's listening to this, it's all of our job, I think, in our community yep. to do that, right? Have that uncomfortable conversation. Someone mm-hmm. moves into your neighborhood. There's a rental home. There's a thing. They're visiting from out of town. Hey, remember, we have a lot, you know, drowning is yeah. very prevalent here in the Southwest. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pools. Have that conversation. Hey, keep keep an eye on your children around water. Or make sure those barriers are there. Yeah. Constant supervision. It's hard. It's yeah. really hard to constantly supervise children. They want to run and explore. Mm-hmm. So we understand that. We're asking a lot, but it really... It's almost, you know, sort of that tired old, uh, not tired old, but, no, you know, it takes a community to help. But I yeah. think we all need to pitch in. No, and it's true because you talk about drowning zero and water safety awareness, and sometimes it falls on deaf ears because we say it and we talk about it all the time. You never think it's going to happen to you. It, it, it's it's tragic and it's terrible and it happens to the best of parents or, or it happens in an environment where maybe they weren't used to having a kid there and maybe it was babysitting or something tragic like that but that's us as the phoenix fire department working to continually be be proactive with our messaging you know my mom doesn't necessarily have grandchildren yet, um, but I, I said that like it was me, but it's yeah, not. No, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, but we have friends that have kids and they're over at her house. And yes, my husband and I both work for the fire department, but she's got a water watcher tag that's magnetized I to her that. refrigerator. So when we all are over there, it's it's just a reminder that's on the side of the fridge, you know. And so we've got all of that information that's on phoenix.gov forward slash fire. So you can print something like that and put it on your refrigerator or it's you know just sharing that messaging that you see phoenix fire regularly sharing on social media but um we we look at these numbers from these regional drowning reports and it is heartbreaking and these are more often than not preventable emergencies so it's it's the abcs of water safety and it's getting swimming lessons and classes and also you know talking about cpr and training the trainer and all that kinds of stuff and we live in a world and again and i'm not don't want to I'm, I'm, I'm hearing myself in my head on that old guy in the front mm. porch here mm-hmm. telling everybody, wagging my finger. But there are more distractions in our lives than there's ever been before. Oh, yeah. Ever been before. Uh, when my parents were raising me and my two brothers, my mom, while we were in the pool, I don't think my mom, there was no phone for her to be on to be distracted. Yeah. I think that was the time. Sit out there with some a mm. cup of coffee, a lemonade, whatever, yeah. watching the kids play, maybe a magazine. Mm. But, you know, hearing, listening, watching. But I think the the point that I always drive home for as long as I've been doing this messaging and the tragic scenes that I've been on, unfortunately, the one that was there and that there was a lot of folks that were in this home during this time yeah. is that there's always that assumption that somebody else is doing that for mm-hmm. you. Uh, I was on a drowning earlier in my career where there was a party and there was upwards of eight adults, maybe I think 12 children, and the child died right in the middle of the pool around everybody. Yeah. Because somebody else thought they were watching the kids. Conversations were happening. People were getting caught up. You're on your phones. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what I would impart is it's your responsibility. And if everybody thinks it's their responsibility, then we're all watching our children around the pool. So again, um, that again, having that in the middle of a week where we're talking about the world politics and there's, you know, everybody's looking at interest rates and the brush fires and this intense heat. And we lost a three year old in our community that was very preventable. Mm -hmm. So, again, uh, this is near and dear to my to me because of the time, you know, my time on the fire department and all Mm -hmm. that have gone on. But. It's very nice to have the fire chief yeah. that is saying, well, this is very important to exactly. me. Exactly. And I, I'll never forget when I was like, I was barely even three months working for the fire department and being able to have that conversation with the chief and hearing how passionate he was about it. And 
at the end of the day, our goal is to prevent harm and and it, it's to protect the community. But he also had a very different perspective when he was sharing why he was so passionate about this. And him as a 25, 27 year career firefighter was that those calls really impact those first responders. Well, they never leave you. They no. never leave me. Yeah. And we, you know, firefighters like to say we roll it off our back. And I'm certainly not pivoting to a point where it's not about needs the to, firefighters. It's not about no, us. But, but I'll tell you, yeah. I think why with, with uh, why he cares so much. Right, yeah. I'm entering my third decade mm-hmm. and I still remember all the drownings for me. And I think that's why, because you can't shake it. And just so some background on that. That crew, as we're, as we're wrapping up our time, you know, we sent those members home on that day mm-hmm. last week from Engine 35. Their fathers, uh, yeah. it was the, the folks that were on that call. So I think that's why it's near and dear to us. We should yeah. never lose anybody in there. But it's a call that I can't imagine this family. Mm-hmm. But it's a call that never leaves us. So, again, if you're listening, it's all of our job. And, and let's let's it's going to be a hot rest of our summer. So let's keep the, the most vulnerable yeah. safe in our community. Absolutely. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure to have you. And I know thank that you. this was a very important message to share. It wasn't I feel like we both kind of got a little glassy eyed during that. But, um, you know, the listeners appreciate sure. that. But um, this is this is a big deal. And we have to continually share this message. So for everyone listening, enjoy your Sunday. If you're out by the pool, you already know what we're going to say. Watch your kids around water. KTAR's message is two seconds too long. But thank you for listening and have a safe Sunday.